on 89.9 The Light, you're in conversation with Clayton, and it is just an absolute privilege to have a chat to the man who uh, not only directed but also wrote, if I'm reading all of my information correctly, uh, this film that has just been released called The Cave about that remarkable rescue of the soccer team over in Thailand. Tom Waller joins us. G'day, Tom. Hi there. How's it going? I'm doing really, really well, thank you. And uh, I have absolutely loved watching this film and uh, seeing what you've done with it. Before we even get to it, could you tell us a bit of a background for you? Because um, Thailand is very special as a part of who you are and who your family is, right? Sure, yeah. I mean, my mother's actually from Thailand, from the north of Thailand, near where the cave uh, of this story, where the, where the, where the incident tap- happened. And my father's actually Irish, so uh, I'm actually in Ireland at the moment, which is where I was watching the news when this incident took place in, in July of 2018. So for me, it was kind of, you know, instantly something that I was interested in, in, in finding more about, you know, because it was happening on my doorstep over there, if you like. And the fact that I was in Ireland meant that I could also watch all the international coverage of the news that was was coming from Thailand at the time. And I watched like everyone else on the planet with bated breath as to whether these kids would get out alive or not. Yeah. And from your perspective, as you know, you said, we were all were there. This was one of those strange moments that the entire world was a part of in that regards too. You've been involved in film for a little while too. Was there an immediate aspect that you went, you know what, hold on, it's Thailand. That's my who, part of who I am. Uh, this is something I've got to do, or is that that come a little bit later? That came a little bit later, to be honest. It was such a remarkable story of of bravery and heroism that I I didn't really think of it immediately as like, oh, I've got to make a film about this. That kind of came maybe a couple of weeks later when I I picked up a newspaper and saw the story of an Irish diver who'd been over there and he'd sort of he'd had this hero's welcome when he got home back to Ireland for going out to, to help save the kids. And, and this chap by the name of Jim Warney uh, just was a guy who wanted to help. And he went out there. No one asked him to go. He just said, I'll just go help these guys. And of course, Jim was instrumental in getting this film made because that's he's the diver that I center the story around. He's the kind of focus of the, the second part of the film, if you like, uh, when the foreign divers arrive in Thailand. And and to be honest, without him and his insight, you know, I wouldn't have been able to make a very authentic film if I didn't have the uh, the cooperation of people involved in the rescue itself. Yeah. And the remarkable thing as people do watch this is that Jim actually appears as himself as well, um, which was truly remarkable. I hadn't realized that until, you know, I, I was sort of about three quarters of the way through and then I was told by the way that's that's the real guy i mean it's quite remarkable that you've been able to put him in there as well yeah it's always a risk when you use non-actors in a film you know because you go to the cinema and you expect to see tom hanks or someone playing lead role but you know jim for me was perfect because where else was i going to find a you know a diver who's actually from belgium living in ireland with so he has an irish accent and he knows how to cave dive make it something that was uh, immersive cinema that you could uh, feel like you were really there and that it felt authentic and true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as you sort of then, you know, have this understanding of the Thai culture of 
of heritage around that as well. How important was it for you as you uh, focused this film? And I, I, we want to talk about a whole host of various parts of it, but that, that you knew and understood the culture better. Do you think that that's meant that you just clearly could make a, a, a superior film in terms of, it, of its authenticity? I think the film is very much, uh, you know, it's a, obviously this, this film is a Thai film, but it has, you know, uh, the potential to reach out to a wide audience and an international audience because of the nature of the story, having people coming in from all over the world and uniting in this, you know, joint effort to get the kids out alive. You know, the Thais themselves, very much the, you know, the spirit world is just as present as, as the world of the living and and in the film as you see you know we have a charismatic monk who's who's praying on who intercedes on behalf of the families you've got the power of prayer as being something that's just as important as the science of divers diving in to get the kids out and and bringing them through the cave so and you have the legend the the, the legend of the the spirit of the princess uh, story uh, these are all elements that I felt as a, you know, because I'm also Thai, I had more of an understanding maybe than, than if a foreign filmmaker was going to make this film. And that's why those elements are in there and why I wanted to keep very much the Thai side of the story intact and, and to honor some of their, uh, their beliefs. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tom, as I watched it and, you know, I'm certainly no film critic by any stretch of the imagination and I'm probably going to do this a terrible injustice in my description, but please take it as the compliment it's intended to be. Uh, as I watched it, I went, I'm not sure if I'm watching a film. I'm not sure if I'm watching a documentary. I'm not sure if I'm just watching some guys who are just videoing it themselves on their phone. Like I had this beautiful experience of, feeling like we were sort of going moment by moment, whatever the next thing was, we just had to face and look at it. And that, so it wasn't um, the, the absolute pure smoothness of a Hollywood film, but it contained a rawness. Was that something that you were intending to do the whole time? Absolutely. I did want the film to feel quite raw and I wanted it to, to feel uh, not like, a, not necessarily a document, like you're watching a documentary, but it, you know, and the, and the hope is that it's, it's immersive cinema that when you're in a, in a cinema, uh, watching it with with other people that you feel the anxiety, you feel the claustrophobia and you feel the emotion of the rescue itself without actually having to to travel to Thailand and go into a cave. You can you can watch it in the comfort of your local cinema. Uh, you know, some people have, have already been able to see this film in other parts of the, the world on on streaming. It's much better in the cinema. I'll have I'll have to to add because, and I'm delighted that it's actually going to be shown in Australian cinema. So, you know, the fact that the, 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 the Verite experience is, is absolutely meant to be that you're meant to be able mm -hmm. to enjoy the film as if you were there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what I also absolutely loved uh, the way that you did it is that it was this um, remarkable moment of, we just sort of randomly, it felt like obviously it wasn't, but we, we followed different parts of people's stories. You know, it was the boys heading into the cave or it was um, the gentleman who was trying to get the pumps there. And then we just moved on to the next bit. And just like what I would imagine the rescue was around, it was great. We've got that bit done. Let's just move on. Uh, we're not going to sit and, and congratulate ourselves in this moment. We're just going to keep moving on. And, um, and then the congratulations and the celebrations can happen at the end. I, I thought it was a, a beautiful way of actually telling the story, Tom. Yeah, I tried to tell the story as simply as possible, keeping it, you know, in a, in a linear fashion. 
And for, for me, it was really about the different personalities and the characters that you meet along the way. You know, the uncle who's bringing his water pumps to the cave and, and people who dropped everything to go and help at the cave site. I mean, there's a lady who who was a far, you know, farmer lady in the film who whose fields were flooded. And, and, you know, when the government offers her compensation, she refuses it because all that was important to her was the kids getting out of the cave alive. So. So for me, it was really about all those people bringing them together in a film that would celebrate the heroism and bravery of these wonderful people who became heroes. Yeah, absolutely. Tom Waller is my guest. Uh, he is the, both the director and the person who put together uh, this incredible film, The Cave, about the remarkable rescue of the Wild Boars soccer team and uh, their coach uh, back in June 2018 in Thailand. We're going to be back with him in just a couple of minutes time as we talk more about this remarkable story here on 89.9 The Light. In conversation with Clayton. On 89.9 The Light, uh, it's just an absolute pl- pleasure to be able to chat to Tom Waller. He's the man behind the film The Cave. He directed it as well, and it's this remarkable story of the rescue mission of uh, the soccer team and their coach back in Thailand through that in- incredible uh, cave collapse and all of well, not the collapse, but the flooding that occurred and, well, just incredible that occurred and we all focused on that a couple of years ago didn't we as we were just transfixed to our tvs and the hope that these boys would get out um tom as you've been saying you know you have this uh, thai heritage you're brought up there as well and uh, you have this incredible skill to tell a story as you used all the various parts of what you could do that the local people you used um those who were actually you know not necessarily actors but they played themselves in what it is do you have an outcome and an aim from the story? Like, is there a, a point that you're wanting to achieve that as someone watches it, they either go away feeling something or is it just for those who are in Thailand to perhaps be incredibly proud of their efforts? What was your, I suppose, aim as someone watches the film for them walking away? I suppose I wanted to make a film about hope. You know, I wanted to show that people could unite and come from all over the planet. And Kong in, in the north of Thailand to really achieve something which an unprecedented mission, uh, you know, everyone was operating outside of normal operating procedures. You know, this, this had never been done before. Remember, cave rescue their peers, you know, they rescue other cave divers. But here we had a bunch of kids who got stuck inside a waterlogged cave and none of them had done any diving before and they had to put on face masks and be dragged out. And this was something that had just never been done. You know, as I said in the film, and we showed the scene where the the generals are discussing with the U.S. military that there's a 60 percent survival rate, you know, that some of these kids might not be coming home. And that for me was a very powerful uh, scene that I had to, you know, to to recreate that and, and show the dangers of this mission. So for me, it's really about uh, celebrating a miracle, a minor miracle that they all came out alive. And of course, there was one man that paid the ultimate sacrifice, you know, an ex-Navy SEAL by the name of Samanu Kunan, who lost his life in the mission. Yeah, I think you, you do that well, because it's one of those interesting experiences, isn't it, that all of us know the outcome. We know that, you know, the, all these kids get out, that the coach gets out. So to to help us relive the danger of that moment is sometimes hard when you already know the ending. So I think that was beautifully done. And especially through those actors who weren't actors were just playing themselves and, and you could almost feel themselves reliving the fear of that moment, reliving the tension 
of that moment as they went through. Did they actually bring some of that and help you saying, well, this is actually what it was really like. I know you're Mr. Director, you're, you're wanting us over here, but this is actually more what it was like. Did you have any of those moments? Absolutely. I mean, there was actually no acting required on their part because, you know, everyone had the paraphernalia of the real rescue. The divers were wearing all the kit. You know, they were just reenacting what they did rather than acting out what they did. So to have the people who were actually there on the scene could tell me exactly where uh, things happened and how they happened. You know, they, they also act as a consultants. And, you know, the script is based on their stories. I had to telescope some of the timelines and make sure that I could fit it all into a hundred minute film. But essentially what I'm telling is a, a based on the true story account of what happened uh, according to the real events. Yeah. Tom, one of the things that we often talk about on this program is, you know, we've been talking about mental health and the challenges around that for as you know far longer than perhaps it's now been a bit more fashionable to talk about. And I'm I'm wondering about that to to bring people back into an experience which I would imagine for many of them was, you know, exhilarating that this was a success, but was terrifying in other senses and, and you know that tension was high. Was there any worry about actually putting them back in situations like that? Well, certainly there was a little bit of this, you know, sense memory going on with the divers and they, they did get emotional. You know, certainly some of the scenes that we had to portray were tough to, to reenact because, you know, they, they, it brought back memories. I mean, everything was done very realistically. We're filming in some real caves. So, you know, the, the, the fact that there were cameras there uh, made it somewhat, you know, less of a heightened reality in that we 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 are, you know, film crews behind the two people on screen. You've got a, you know, a horde of technicians behind you. But at the same time, it's very realistic. And having a kid in water with face masks on and the danger of that, the fact that those kids, you know, had to had to be sedated in order to come out. I mean, these are all things that were at the time very stressful for the divers and for Jim. And I think he pulled it off very well in the movie because you get a sense of his anxiety and his apprehension uh, in, in the role that he's playing, uh, you know, which is a version of himself. Um, and I think that that is clear when you watch the film is that you really feel the same thing that Jim felt. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, that certainly was the case for me. I mean, let's put aside the fact that they're claustrophobic in those caves. I don't know how they could do it in the first place, but um, there, there was that just uh, immense tension. And especially, as you said, you know, choosing to take a child and say, all right, well, we're going to sedate you and then I'm going to carry you underwater this way. Uh, the responsibility must have been huge. Um, Tom, I'm wondering too, as you go through something like this, you obviously have to research a lot. You obviously have to look at it both from a visual perspective, a telling a story perspective, what it would look like on a screen, but also as real to life. As you dig into it and then perhaps actually filmed it and now put it together, what have you learned about that? And I'm, I suppose I'm talking more, more than just the, the facts and the, the figures of it, but what do you take away from it yourself personally? Well, for me, it's been uh, a, not only a, an immense challenge to make this film, but also it's been a journey, you know, just meeting and, and discovering the stories of these fabulous people who were involved in the rescue. You know, a lot of them afterwards were, uh, some of them became celebrities, I suppose, very much more aware of media attention after, you know, some of these cave divers 
they go into a cave to get away from from everything and then suddenly there's there's a lot of media attention they get afterwards you know i've learned a lot as a filmmaker as well because usually when you make a film no one's interested in your script or what you're trying to do if it's a, you know especially if it's an independent production but with this it's almost like everyone was interested in this story because they'd all seen it on the news and and it's almost like everyone knows you know what the story that you should be telling and and there was a lot of you know i had to sort of be very focused on what on the story i wanted to tell and and be blinkered about the vision for this film because i just had so many people saying oh well what about you're going to tell the story about you know elon musk and are you going to have the 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 uh, this character in the film and you've got to have this person in the film so I, it's very also very hard to make a recent event when the whole world kind of knows seems to know more than you do yeah yeah um has there been any reaction from those who were actually a part of the 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 team have they been able to see the film or or experience any of it yes actually some of the divers have seen the film and uh you know they've given us their thumbs up and and certainly uh have have been very positive about it i mean i'm you know because we're telling the story of only certain people that uh, there are also people who are disappointed that they're not featured or their, their characters weren't featured in the film. But you also have to be very careful when you're making a film about a real recent event because, you know, people can, can sue you if you, if, you, if you depict them in the wrong light. And, and so, uh, especially newsworthy uh, personalities, you know, they, they often can, can, very, uh, can litigate if they don't feel that they've been portrayed in the right manner so we had to also be very careful about how we portray characters in this film as well yeah and your take as well from i, I would imagine you know the, the boys themselves and their coach in there you know it's a it's a few years on from now um we, we perhaps don't hear as much about them I'm, I'm guessing that you've you understand a bit more and perhaps know a bit more how they're doing do, do you actually know much about how their life is going now so i i wasn't allowed to to be in touch because uh, for, for, for the rights reasons, because Netflix had actually acquired the rights to tell their story. So we weren't allowed to talk to any, any of the families or any of the boys. And to be honest, since the acquisition of their life rights by, by Netflix, you know, they haven't talked to anyone and they're not allowed to talk to anyone. So, you know, they were sort of mascots for Thailand in the first year and went around, you know, touring the world. They were on the Ellen show and they became sort of minor celebrities. But after that subsided, you know, people just wanted to leave them alone and let them be kids. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I think that was a very wise thing to do was to not focus on these kids too much because after all, they're still, you know, they're, they're all growing up. Um, I mean, now they're a few years older than they were during the, during the ordeal. But, um, you know, they've got to get on with their lives. And I think for them, uh, the fact that they've been through this, this event and this ordeal and became uh, very, um, you know, we're all have become famous from it, uh, you know, it can affect you later in life. And, and they're just, you know, at the moment trying to, to leave them alone in a way. So apart from the anniversaries, when they, they, they show themselves to the media, uh, it's, been, it's been pretty quiet on that front. Yeah. Um, final one for me. And, you know, as we mentioned, the, the cave's just been released here in Australia as well, which is awesome. Obviously, Australians were involved in that. And you do feature a few of them in there. Um, and, you know, it, the thing I quite find fascinating about this is I think that 
every country felt like they had a bit of a part to play. You know, I remember in the Australian media at the time, it was like, you know, our Aussie guys were, were, were the key ones to, to make all this difference. And, you know, it seems like that's happened in Ireland and all these other places as well. Um, just from an Australian perspective, uh, what, what was the involvement, do you think, and the impact of the Aussies in there? I think the Australians had a very important part. Paris was the one that uh, had came up with a plan to, you know, to sedate the children and bring them out that way so that they could all, you know, be brought out alive, to be honest. And, and you see that, you know, there's a scene in the film where we show Dr. Harris instructing Jim and, and another diver on, on the method to, to sedate the children. So they did have a very important part to play. I couldn't focus, you know, just on the Aussies or, or even just on the Americans or the UK divers. I was, I was kind of focusing on mm-hmm. two or three mm-hmm. of, the, of the volunteer rescuers. And I, I wanted it to really be about the volunteer res- spirit of the rescue. So I, you know, I, I couldn't go into any one story for too long uh, um, and also because you need to clear the rights for for that kind of thing, but we tried to give an, the essence of you know the whole world coming together, and it included many nations, including China and a, a diver from Finland. Uh, you know, Eric, who, who appears in the film, comes from Canada, so it really was a multinational effort to get these kids out. Yeah, and I think that was what was awesome for me as I, I watched it, especially because of sort of the bias that perhaps our own local media have and say, oh, well, it was the Aussies were basically did it and a few other people helped. It's like, well, actually, I watched this film and go, no, everybody contributed. This truly was a, a worldwide thing that was uh, being a part of it. Tom, thank you so much for making this film and for the impact I'm sure it's going to have uh, as not only uh, those here in Australia are going to watch it, but uh, others around the world. Uh, once again, thanks for, for your time today as well. No problem. Tom Weller, he is the man behind The Cave, the incredible rescue of the wild boars soccer team there. 12 boys and their coach in Thailand in 2018. Here on 89.9, The Light.